everyone. How's it going? My name's Colton Marvellius, or as the internet calls me, ill-fitting trousers. I'm old Brennan Old Howard, a Quirkus, Jerkus, Maximus, Decimus, Meridius the Third. And this is the Weekly Rundown, the only podcast that has a hidden agenda. <laughs> um, <laughs> so tonight, we have a special guest here tonight. Uh, the one and only Andy Brew. Hello, yes, I am the hidden agenda. I think that's what he forgot to uh, mention. Mention there. <laughs> it, it, it's hidden. It is. It's a secret. Um, but anyway, Andy, uh, want to just tell us about yourself for a little bit so for the uh, the wider audience to know? Yeah, so uh, my name is Andy Brew. Uh, I'm a variety streamer. Uh, I uh, You can find me on YouTube at Andy Brew or on Twitch at AndyBrew48. I play a variety of games. I do a lot of first playthroughs. Uh, currently, I'm playing Persona 5 Royal uh, for the first time, and I'm also doing Kingdom Hearts 2 on Critical Level 1, and it is a time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mostly I do... Uh, I'm starting to do more challenge runs. These are a lot of fun, but I do mostly first playthroughs of games, so uh, yeah. I mean, you can always stop by and uh, check out the stream if you want. And uh, that's pretty much me. I make other videos as well. Sometimes I do reaction vids. Sometimes I uh, I just kind of make whatever the heck I want. <laughs> whatever video I want, really. Uh, it's usually focused around gaming. Uh, but yeah, so here I am. Uh, glad to be on the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me. And uh, that's Glad to have you. Yeah, yeah thank you for having You're You so, are... In history, our first guest. Wow. Um, ever on the podcast. Making so history. So sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so what, is it Andy underscore brew or something on Twitch? Uh, so Twitch is, it'll just be twitch.tv dash Andy brew 48. Uh, YouTube, I'm just Andy brew, just B-R-U. And uh, on Twitter, I am Andy underscore brew underscore. And it's, it's a couple different things there, but that, that's what I got to deal with. <laughs> I'll have all these links in the, the description, too, so you guys can find them. Um, but so. Andy, yeah, so to, we, uh, when we were talking, you wanted to talk about boss battles in oh, yes. video games. Um, we recently or well i guess last year we talked about uh villains but we never really went into depth of boss battles so that's why i really like this topic oh i do we i just, do like me some villains too yeah <laughs> we'll we, see where we, it goes <laughs> yeah i mean again um they they all like, correlate you know, in video games right there's all a similar correlation there so yeah, yeah exactly but i never i just it's interesting. So I tried to make myself think of them from like a different angle a lot. So I'm like, I'm real. I am really excited for this topic. I am too. Um, well, being... yeah, that's that's the funny thing. I, I I noticed when trying to write my little list for this episode was there's not doesn't seem like there's a lot of boss battles anymore, especially in my gaming life. It just seems more like a Metroidvania trope, and then where you have games like doom the boss battle is just uh, uh a heavier level more combat of course i haven't so there might be a boss battle but <laughs> yeah i would uh I, I would actually respectfully disagree i think it, it kind of depends on the uh the genre of games that you're playing like i know for example um a lot of like fps games right so you would take i mean doom has like boss fights but let's just say uh i don't i don't know i don't play a lot of fps games <laughs> anymore um let's just take like battlefield for example or even like a call of duty game you know like you might not have like an actual boss fight with like boss mechanics maybe you're fighting waves of enemies maybe you are fighting like an actual enemy um but it might look a little bit different in like a shooter uh in contrast to like a jrpg or an action rpg or an action adventure game no i think i mean a lot of a lot of the most popular games today actually uh are littered with boss fights i mean you've got dark souls i mean even the most recent uh from soft game sekiro and elden ring coming out you know in, in february i mean that's littered with boss fights uh you've got a series like kingdom hearts which is like my favorite series of all time that is just littered with boss fights uh, so i think i think it just depends on uh you know whatever genre of gaming you're interested in it it, it would definitely will kind of affect like how oh you know i haven't really i don't really see bosses that much in video games but i would like to propose yeah. 
You gotta I, play the right game. <laughs> or I, the wrong well, game. I also think they're a lot more seamlessly added in, too, um, mm-hmm. compared to, like, older days where it was, like, here's your boss, and then a huge health bar pops up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, it's very well incorporated into the world. Like, if you look at Skyrim, really, yeah. the dragons are the bosses a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, but Well, like, ironically, like, the hardest people were to fight were, like, random wizards and dungeons and stuff. Yeah, I you know, those are still probably like more mini bosses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but I I think it's just a a good story can make a boss battle just seem like the story is like it's just part of the story. Yeah, it can can add to the uh the uh what's it called? The uh, it adds a crescendo to the moment, I guess. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but like climax. Yeah, a climax, right? And so it's like you get, I mean, you could you could have a very anticlimactic boss fight and just be like, oh, it's a quick time event. Like <laughs> you just hit a couple <laughs> buttons and it's over. Uh, or you can have, oh my gosh, I just finished, uh, I just finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, like a mm. month ago, maybe like a little less than a month ago, and uh, it's like a Metroidvania style s game. Um, and that final boss was like insane because it was so unique. Like the whole like last one third of the fight you were like not even on the ground like you have to actually use abilities uh like three different abilities that you learned to keep yourself up and if you fall you die but you can also get killed by like actually getting killed by the boss so it is pretty it was pretty crazy but yeah it's uh i think uh if they if you can nail the atmosphere and just the setting and segue that into uh, a great story and a good build-up, man, you're going to have a great boss fight. You're going to have a great time fighting these bosses, you know? Well, that that seems what it comes down to is uh, whatever mechanics your game is using. So, yeah. like, worry, that's a lot of, like, jumping and dashing and stuff. I haven't played it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of jumping, dashing, platforming. Uh, there, there is some uh, close-quarters combat, uh, more so in the second one than in the first one. Um, but, yeah, and it's, it's really cool because I can really appreciate... I mean, this is with any any game with, uh, you know, bosses. Uh, just, like, I always appreciate whenever uh, you get a boss fight, especially if it's, like, the final boss, and it makes you utilize, like, everything you've learned throughout the game. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, oh, my gosh, wait, yeah, like, I got I to do this, and I got to press triangle to do this. I haven't used this in forever, but I remember doing it at some point. Yeah, those are those are some of the best bosses for me because then it's, like, at that point, you're at the final boss, and you're like, all right, this is truly, like... It's not just the mm-hmm. end of the game. I'm not just trying to win, but this is truly like the test of my knowledge of how far I've come and like, you know, how how well can I execute this with, with what I've learned? And that's this is what yeah. it was all for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, gosh, that's well, like the thing. I've, I've played some games that had pretty crappy final bosses, but then I played some games where I'm like, dang, that final boss left me so satisfied, like just everything about it. So it's all about the execution, you know? I think it comes down to a lot, like a lot of times it comes down to, um, yeah, the boss is supposed to be the big bad and it might not be so satisfying to beat him if it doesn't really play on uh, your growth as a player, because that's what it's supposed to do is it's supposed right. to show you well your whole journey in, in playing the game. It's like, oh yeah, I've gotten so much better and I can do all these cool different abilities now and deal with that and apply that to the boss fight. And that just, yeah, I think, I think that's definitely one aspect of it for sure. I, I, yeah. I like, I, I do love like boss fights that make me feel powerful, but, uh, I, I, there was one that I, I had to like, I, I feel the need to talk about for sure. And it was um, Vader in like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Yes. I what? never, I so I never actually played Jedi Fallen Order, but I watched a playthrough of it. And okay. yeah, no, because I see that. Here's the thing with that, right? Because you know, it's not because he's not like he's like the quote unquote. Would you say he's like the quote unquote final boss, or would you just say he's kind of like? He's like a little extra because it's not really like a boss fight. It's more mm. so like, here's Darth Vader. Now run for your life, <laughs> you know, because he he, he just yeah. it just who he is, is he inflicts so much fear, 
Yeah, and I wouldn't that, say he's a boss fight. Right. That, but the, the reason him inflicting all that fear is why I think I would say he's a boss right. fight. Right. And I think, like, yeah, I would I would consider, like, yeah, like, he, you could consider him a boss. Um, but I think just, like, in a game like that, honestly, I think, like, that's a perfect way to end it, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, it doesn't, mm -hmm. it's, like, you've, 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 you fought like the hardest thing that you could fight up to that point, but now here comes here comes somebody who yeah. you've only heard. Like, I mean, at least uh, uh, what's the, what's the guy's name? Cal. You, you still ain't Cal, shit. Yeah. yeah, he's only ever heard of him right in passing, yeah. and it's just you're just trembling in fear. And it's it's one it's that thing right there. It's the atmosphere and the uh, actual you know who Vader is that makes that moment so crazy. You know, yeah, and you, you recognize him. Obviously, you've seen the movies and everything, right? But you just you hear the breathing, and then it's crazy because you. I don't remember the uh, the Sith Inquisitor's name, uh, but uh, uh, I think it was Second Sister. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I again, I never actually played the game, um, but like the oh, moment yeah. that he breathes, and you just <laughs> see the fear. <laughs> And like you, she freezes, and the fear in her eyes. Oh man, that it executed yeah. so perfectly. I love it, so yeah. good. And it's just also considering like you guys were talking about how like it, it's fun where boss fights take everything you you've learned up to that point, and you have to use it. Mm -hmm. um, not only running away, you had to like basically use all the like the special movements you learned. Mm -hmm. But like everything you learned offensively just doesn't matter because uh, yeah, in a fight whenever you're you're fighting against the the Dark Lord of the Galaxy, yeah, it makes you feel pretty pretty inferior, right? And it it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like it, it it really sets the tone for for him overall. Yeah, and I, I love that. The actual boss fight though, the second sister, I thought was pretty good because I never felt like I had to use certain techniques that I never really touched. It mm -hmm. kind of, it like, it, obviously she, the fight evolved and there, I had to adapt and do things differently, but I could still fight the way that I wanted to fight. I yeah. could still use my and style. I, and I think that's really cool. I think that's, uh, you know, I'm all for like using very specific techniques and moves to like kill certain bosses, but I don't think, I think the most fun fights are, uh, the the fights where again you are very free to use the playstyle that you've uh, kind of ran with throughout the whole game, and you know it doesn't like, you know it's again I'm all for like using like the game forcing you in certain situations to like try new things, uh, but I don't know I I like that you can there's multiple ways to in most games uh to defeat certain bosses and uh, mm -hmm. because you know you develop a playstyle and. Yeah, every every gamer is different, and so it's it's always cool seeing like how maybe Jerkus uh, fights the final boss of whatever game versus how Trousers might do it, and see like whoa, like he went more tanky and blocked everything, while like Jerkus like dodged everything. Like so cool that you can do and all these different things. Yeah, exactly. Like even with oh my gosh, I mean. We were talking about Skyrim earlier, but like Skyrim, I think is an example. Not really for boss. This may be deviating from boss fights a little bit, but just like, you know, you get to a dragon, and let's say you've been using arrows the entire time, and then you do another playthrough. And it's like I want to do a magic build, and then you see like how that uh, kind of changes how you approach certain fights. You know, I yeah, that's funny. I was thinking of like the same thing, but with um. Final Fantasy Origin Strangers of Paradise. Oh, I, I, played the demo. I have not played the demo yet, but do oh, tell. It, do tell. So, so there you can do you can do a magic build or you can do like a warrior build. There's like a bunch of different classes. Yeah, kind of like uh kind of like Dark Souls. Yeah, or, yeah. and Demon Souls. Or I, I I've never actually I have Demon Souls, I've barely touched it though. Well, I didn't know you could do different classes in those games, but that's cool. Yeah, I know Demon um, Souls. You can because uh, I played a little bit of Demon Souls. Never touched Dark Souls, but I know there are different varieties of weapons and play styles that you can you can use. Uh, and I know whenever um, when Elden Ring comes out next month, it's going to be pretty similar to that. You, you can have a magic build. Uh, I'm so excited for that game. <laughs> well, they're going to have it looks mounted pretty good, combat yeah. too, right? What's that? They're going to mounted combat too. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can literally. Um, I was watching oh. somebody. Uh, could uh, do the uh, it was like the closed alpha test and it was really cool because i personally have never played a game with like where you actually do like mountain combat 
Uh, and so I was like, this guy like got his horse, and then I think one of the first bosses he fought was uh, someone on a horse. Actually, no. I think what he did was he he fought the boss, and then uh, I think he like after he won, or I can't remember if he like restarted like his his demo or whatever, or if he uh, loaded up like a different demo. Um, but he came back with a horse and then fought him and it looks so sick. Mm. So just like things like that, like I like, I'm very excited for mounted combat, right? It's something I've never experienced. And it's just the, these extra things that make, uh, it's always fun whenever developers throw in these extra things that just, you know, you can use to spice up these, these boss encounters. Because again, it, it is very satisfying to find a play style, uh, and just beat him or her or whoever the boss is in your own way. But it also, I would argue, it's also very satisfying to cheese <laughs> certain bosses, right? <laughs> just just exploit like a like a loop. Like I was uh, I was doing um I was playing Kingdom Hearts two on critical level one. Uh, I think it was earlier this week, and we got to one of the bosses in Halloween Town, uh, the experiment, and I came up with this strategy. I was like, you know what? I've seen this done on on other bosses but not this one i'm gonna try it and then you can literally like summon peter pan and you can just do this jump aerial spiral cancel basically where you just jump you do an air you do an aerial spiral attack and then you land on the ground and then jump to an aerospiral and land on the ground and peter pan is also like passively attacking the boss while you're doing that and it stun it stun locks the boss in this loop to where you could just bring him down all the way to zero health and kill him. And I was like, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so <laughs> sick. You could do that with a couple bosses in Kingdom Hearts 2. I, I knew you could do that with that same exact strat with Saix later on. Um, I've never tried it, but I've seen it done. But it's just like stuff like that. It's like, I love being able to find ways to cheese bosses, right? Like, <laughs> it's so satisfying because it's like, you know, this is not the way that, I don't think this is the way it was intended to go down, but at the same time, it's like, you got to think maybe like the developers, whenever they were creating some of these, are like, they maybe kind of created them with the intent of, yeah, let's like throw this in here. Maybe maybe somebody will figure this out, right? Kind of like how developers, um, you know, they'll intentionally leave like certain triggers active in speed runs for speedrunners whenever they do like glitches and skips and stuff because, you know, they're, they're building their world around can not just keeping the casual audience in mind, but like the speedrunners in mind, you know, like what, what can they figure out uh, to get through the game as fast as possible? So let's keep these triggers for these events active and stuff like that. So I, I always loved being able to, again, not just like obliterate a boss in like the coolest way I can, but also just find the most ridiculous ways to just cheese the heck out of them. Like yeah. I remember even, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played uh, the original star Wars battlefront two on the PS2. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you do like the, uh, I think it's like the rise of the empire campaign and you go to fight general grievous as Obi-Wan uh, literally like, you're like running to like the area where you fight him and it's like the same exact area as the movie and you can actually whenever he spawns you can actually see him just like fall from the sky and just do a bunch of flips which is really funny but then he lands on the ground and literally you just run up to him and you can force push him off the edge and it kills him like it's <laughs> it's so funny it's just stuff like that and i'm like that's amazing <laughs> that well, is amazing <laughs> i'd say we'd be remiss to about doing a boss fight episode and not mentioning zelda Oh, I always man. appreciated that how in Breath <laughs> of the Wild you could uh, you could go at anything from any angle, and that goes for all the boss fights yeah, too. Yeah, I mean you, you could you could go you can go straight to Ganon out the yeah. gate. You know what? Like, which yeah. is so cool. Like, it gives you that freedom to do that, and like killing gosh. The chickens. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I don't know if you've seen a, a speed run of Breath of the Wild, but like some dude beat it in like twenty six minutes or something. And it was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think, I don't care, I don't think he went to any shrines. Like, he had, like, a stick, and it was, he just went to get it. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of people who have done that, like, just, like, we're going to fight Ganon with a stick and beat him. And it's like, that's amazing that you can yeah, do I, that. <laughs> I couldn't even, I was, like, 
I didn't finish all the shrines yet or anything or the um the like four bosses in that. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of put that game to the side for a really long time. I should get back to it. It is a long game. But, but I tried to uh, I tried just going to Ganon with like two of them left, and I I couldn't even do it. I couldn't imagine with a stick. Like I have the master sword, and I couldn't. Do it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but um, I, I wanted I wanted to just appreciate how how. Uh, Oh yeah, how you can attack those bosses, especially in those um the the guardians, the guardian bosses on the on the, the weird Oh in Breath of in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can just brute force them if you wanted. Right. Or you can use uh overpowered arrows if you wanted. Yeah. Or you can find the funnest way to do it. Right. And I, that's really special. I really think, and I, I don't think this has to be the case with every single, uh, every single, you know, single player action adventure, JRPG, RPG, whatever. But I really do appreciate whenever uh, you have, again, this creative freedom to fight, bo- and not just enemies, but boss fights as well. However you want to. Like, you can, you can approach... One of the uh, one of the four gu- I can't remember what the freak they're called. I guess the guardians. I guess in Zelda, you can approach them with bomb arrows and just stack up on bomb arrows, and like that's how you win. Or you can use. I remember for the the water one, um, you can actually whenever uh, whenever the water guy the water one uh, shoots like I think a projectile at you, you can actually use stasis and stop the projectile and hit it back at him, and it does like major damage. And so it's like the game actually rewards you for figuring out like all these like other ways to uh fight these these bosses you know yeah they've kind That's of thought cool. of everything i i just really like how you can pick your own difficulty really yeah you can yeah. get the master sword or you could fight Ganon with a stick so <laughs> well let me ask you guys this what are what are some of your favorite boss fights that you've uh that you fought over the years of gaming yeah. i should say so there's there's one boss battle and it was just for me it it set like the whole tone of the game, um. So I it was Kingdom Hearts two, but it was the uh, the first like the the Twilight Thorn nobody yeah the Twilight Thorn one. yeah mm-hmm. that one is um I don't first of all it's just so much like the dark side battle in so many ways right. But then it, it shows you like no Kingdom Hearts two is gonna be a lot different, right? And he, like you've got the reaction the... commands and yeah. there's all this cool stuff happening. It's like like Roxas is like flipping and dipping like through like the like I, I mean the freaking uh, the Twilight Thorn I think turns like the Station of Awakening upside down or something. And yeah, then, he'll, like, yeah, grab the whole platform. Yeah, and, like, and it's like it's crazy. it's cool. I mean it's it's like a couple of like quick time event reaction command moments, but like. Just like, like you said, it's set up for kind of what the game is going to look like because even though it's, uh, you know, not the whole, not the whole fight and not all the fights in the game are like press triangle to win, but um, it sets up for those really cool like aesthetic moments, right? That just, yeah. it's just like, oh, yo, that's so cool that Roxas just did that. I freaking love. Oh my gosh! I mean, we're on Kingdom Hearts too, yeah. man. I mean, one of my favorite fight, fights of all time actually is Roxas. <laughs> it actually is. Uh, Sora versus Roxas because of like, I mean, not just like the the fight itself and the fact that you can actually like take Roxas's keyblades and like use them against him, but just like that's the other thing for me that that's huge for me is like the emotion behind the fight because of like Roxas like wanting to be his own person and like Sora mm-hmm. being like his somebody and everything and it's like. You know, I I love moments like that too. Like, there's a lot of things that can make a good boss fight, um, but like whether it's you know the the story and the emotion leading up to it, uh, or the gameplay around it, whatever. A lot of things can make a great boss fight. Yeah, I, I love Roxas. Uh, Zemnis in Kingdom Hearts Two is probably my favorite final boss of all time. Yeah, just because of just how freaking nuts it is, and just. The music is another big part. Oh my gosh, we haven't even talked about music, dude. Like, the music (laughs) sets the tone, man. Like, especially in a game like Kingdom Hearts, where the music is just on a whole other level. Like, it just, it completely sets the tone. And especially, it's funny, too, because the final boss of Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, the music is, 
it's not like something like super, super intense. It's actually a little bit slower, but like there's like a, there's like a, a menacing, like, like intense feel to it, if that makes sense. And gosh, I could talk about music at boss fights all day. You know, like that, that really just sets the tone for a lot of a lot of fights. All right, next episode. <laughs> just video game music in general, right? It's so good. That that was also like an episode we did a while ago too. Was, oh, nice. Um, but we, I, I've been telling Brennan we should do it again soon because there's so much to talk about. It's it's really you can't like cover the, it all in an hour. The artistic side of these games is really my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. But Brennan, are you convinced to play Kingdom Hearts now? Uh, I mean, obviously, if I get the chance, I'll do it. But. It is a commitment, but I will say, if you commit, it's worth it. You know. All right. But well, it's so, not for everybody. Yeah. I will also say that as well. Well, okay, so you asked about memorable boss fights, and I'm going to be honest, I haven't really played many games with memorable boss fights, except for, like, uh, Zelda. I guess I remember that yeah. stupid-looking tentacle monster from uh skyward sword that's the one i remember the most but Ooh. i've been playing absolver lately the absolver. kung fu game by um uh what's the developer they're doing that new game ninja Stifu. ninja theory or no wait <laughs> no. <laughs> i i've um, never even heard of the game but do tell i'm very curious really? well it, it's kind of like have you heard of uh Bioware's Jade Empire. I it sounds very familiar. Sounds well, very familiar. I Devolver. think I've heard the name. It's only similar in the way that you get to do. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, Absolver is. I I need to I need to figure out who developed it. Devolver. But, um, it, it it's more of a I believe it's indie. It came out like four years ago, I think. Um, and it's all kung fu, and you learn different styles by defending against certain attacks. And you, you grow your character RPG style, and you put points oh, into stats, cool. and then you you uh, get to put all those moves in whatever orders you want to make your own combat deck. Oh, that's really so, cool. Yeah, the uh, the single player is honestly it's very short. Um. Okay, yeah, it was developed by Slowcap Studios. So they're doing that new game, Seafood. It's really cool. But um, as, as far as boss fights go, I, I've noticed fighting them, they, they do what a PV, PvP in the game is supposed to do, is kind of adapt to your attack. Yeah, at least, at least a, a well-designed boss, right, should, should mm -hmm. adapt. Uh, a, and... a lot of them I was only able to beat through luck. Hey, but that's that's a factor, right? Like, <laughs> honestly, like that's that yeah. is a factor. It, it felt know? great to beat him too, because I right. get my ass kicked every time <laughs> I go in to fight him, and then I'm like, I luck out. I'm like, yeah, my bitch, <laughs> sit Actually, down. <laughs> my uh, my luckiest boss fight win was in um, Kingdom Hearts zero point two. Um, it was the la like the final boss, oh, like the like the, de the, the demon tide. Yeah, yeah, and um, I was at, like, one health, and I used fire um, accidentally. <laughs> Instead and of, like, I healing didn't... yourself? Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's and really I didn't... funny. I didn't realize how low its health was, and I did it, and I, I won. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's like, the oh, best. Yeah. When, you, when, when you, you're just so evenly well, matched with the boss. When you think you died, it's, like, not a good feeling until you see the, the next cutscene go. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, oh, right. Oh, I lost. Like, like doing the uh, the slow motion Kingdom Hearts thing that always, you know, they always do at the end of the boss battles. Yeah, whatever. Right. Um, you, win, you win the final blow, and it just it's the cool slow motion thing. Yeah, so yeah. freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I mean, we're talking about Kingdom Hearts. I have to bring up Yazora. I mean. I, I still haven't beat Yazora. Yeah, and which should show <laughs> how not just how difficult he is, but like honestly, like I'll be real, like the the data fights in Kingdom Hearts three and the Yazora fight, I think probably some of the best boss fights I've ever experienced, just because it's like 
it's not like you don't have to do it's not like gimmicky i mean luke sword is gimmicky because you know that's how luke sword always is with cards and stuff but like you know it's not like super gimmicky it's like it's literally just like all right block dodge learn the attack pattern find the opening punish and mm-hmm. like and that's and that's how you beat those fights and i actually love that you know and it's really cool because like I don't know if you've watched like YouTubers like uh like True Blade Seeker or like or any of these uh, YouTubers um, that do like these um they do they just do like raw gameplay but it's like fighting let's just say fighting Marluxia in style uh in Kingdom Hearts three like the data fight and it's just like he's using like all these different Keyblade transformations and like finding all these creative ways to like fight them instead of just like block block dodge punish the opening you know it's it's really cool to see but yeah that's another thing about like. That I one that I love not just about Kingdom Hearts bosses, but really just any boss, whether whether it's like a Souls game that I'm playing. Um, I know Sekiro is one that comes to mind for me a lot because the boss fights in Sekiro are just like it's literally like you're, you're it's just like this dance, like you're just like mm. dancing, and I think that's a really cool feeling because at that but point not, it's like it's like you're not, not even playing. Am I even playing an action game anymore? I feel like I'm playing a rhythm game. I'm just getting the timing right. down and learning the patterns. I love that stuff. And like stuff like that, like the data battles and games like Sekiro and stuff like that, Yazora especially, they made me, I genuinely believe that those fights specifically in my experience have just made me better at video games. Like overall. Well, it's not like it's repetitive rhythm, right? Right, no, it's not. Well, because it's like... No. What happens, I'll take the data battles, for example. Let's just say, uh, I mean, any of them. You know, they they have a, a lot of them have, like, a, what I call a script. So, like, you know, they have, like, they have moves that they'll do. And some of them have moves that they'll do in, like, a certain order. Uh, but sometimes it's, like, they'll start off with, like, a completely different move. So, like, for example, Vanitas is one of them where, like, he follows a script of, like, what moves he does. Um and you just got to kind of learn like the the pattern and like how the heck, you know, how the block and where the openings are and then you can beat him. But sometimes he starts off with like a different move and his pattern is completely different. So like you know what moves to expect, but you don't know when to expect them. And then a lot of these fights they'll have like a phase two. So it's like, all right, I get far into the fight and then – and this – not just the Kingdom Hearts. I talk about Kingdom Hearts a lot because I genuinely am just – I love – the boss fights in that series, but like you'll get to a phase two where it's like, now they're going to do something completely different that you've never seen before. And it's devastating. And it's like, and then you die and it's like, crap, now I got to figure out this. (laughs) And so then you work your way to that. And then, you know, a lot of, a lot about bosses nowadays that I've experienced. So have what we call a desperation move or like a, or a DM for short. And so it's like, all right, you're, you've almost killed this boss. However, he's got an ace up his sleeve that he is not he's not played yet. He's not revealed yet. And then it's just like the wackiest like attack that you've ever seen in your life. And then you get killed and it's like, well, now I got to learn how to do this. And so it's <laughs> it's more so like the journey learning how to fight the bosses, I think, is one of my favorite things about just boss ah, fights yeah. in general you know just like the journey and like a lot of these fights have just honestly made me better at video games like yazora literally made me better at just playing action games i feel like because that fight took oh. me days it took me days to beat him but it was so satisfying in the end and like oh my gosh i can go on forever like dark riku is one where it's like <laughs> he's so different from all of them where like he doesn't really have a script he just kind of mashes every single button on this controller and just throws whatever the heck out there and it's like i don't know how the heck to beat this guy but like yeah it's just it's it's a learning process so i've talked a lot i need to breathe i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh well that's always the best feeling when you have that super difficult thing in a game and you just get frustrated beyond compare and then you finally get to be good enough to beat it. It's that, so that satisfying. Is so good. It's one of the most and satisfying feelings in video games, if you ask me. Yeah, it doesn't make you. It not. It doesn't just make you a better gamer at the end of it all. It it, it can help you be a better person. It can help you learn to take defeat. Yeah. And learn to stay focused when taking defeat. 
Yeah. And, you know, like you, you get knocked or down you, so many times and it's like, you know what? I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. So it kind of, it kind of ingrains that in you of like, you know what? I'm not going to quit. Right. Well, I'm not going to quit. You get knocked down, but you, you get, get up, up again. again. Exactly. You ain't ever going to keep me. <laughs> oh, so, good. so you're saying I need to, I need to take the Yazora challenge again. I would highly recommend revisiting Yuzora if you can, because I will. It's I will. it's very sad. Yeah. It's it is, it is the hardest boss in the whole franchise, but it's meant to be like that because even, even more than the lingering will. I would say so. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I would say so. Yeah. I I also never beat the lingering will. I didn't. <laughs> I know there's well, like a certain pattern there though, and I never learned. Yeah, it, and there's that's for every, that's for all of those bosses. You know, it's it's learn the pattern and find the right time to punish and like we were saying earlier like you can maybe even utilize certain tools in your kit to even exploit those openings even more you know so colton you can you can handle anything now because you've defeated the most difficult boss in gaming history in halo 2 last yeah but i cheesed it But wasn't it so <laughs> satisfying, though, to just yeah. cheese it? That's what I'm no, saying. I, I, I've, I've been playing through the Halo series, and yeah. I've been I've been cheese city in that game. <laughs> All right, well, so it was a prophet of truth. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The guy in the floating wheelchair that you're supposed yep. to jump on and just... <laughs> and I oh. talked it up. It's like, oh, dude, better get ready. <laughs> well, so... so I gotta hear how how you cheese them. Like I just oh, I gotta hear it. I I was more thinking like just the game in general. I don't. I guess I just kept. You didn't cheese them. You did them exactly how they is wanted that, you to is do that it. How you're supposed to do it? Just punch them a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, just supposed to board them and beat the crap out of I, this I old just, guy. I just I would like jump jump on them and just keep punching them, and then <laughs> yeah, instantly that's, that's run intended. away. Right? No, that's <laughs> okay. that's that's intended. I I was like, wait, you, <laughs> you found cheap. another. <laughs> I want to know this other way that you use to, to beat the prophet of truth no, I, because I just, <laughs> there really is like only one thing I think you're supposed to do. If I, I remember, <laughs> um, I've just been like in, in the game in general, the series, I guess so far, I've just been taking vehicles to places you're not really supposed to get. them. Oh yeah, dude. I, and... I don't know if you've been, well, I mean, you're playing through the whole Halo series. I don't know if you played uh, Halo infinite at all. No, I'm uh, I'm on two right yeah, now. Yeah, so you're working your way through it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, I'll just say this: it's really fun whenever you get access to like, let's just say, a scorpion or a tank, and it's mm-hmm. like, huh, there's a there's a mini boss encounter up here. I'll just right. jump in my <laughs> scorpion and shoot him like twice. And I, that's it. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, it's one of those games that you like Breath of the Wild. You yeah. make your own challenge. Yeah, yeah. like you can You're give like, you can oh, give how? Marines. You can give like all your Marines with you, like freaking rocket launchers, and then they just <laughs> yeah. go ham, and it's awesome. <laughs> so fun. Oh. I was I was definitely challenged by the later boss fights in that game. Yeah, I only like, the, I'm the only mini on, bosses uh, that you get the weapons from. Yeah, they're, they're not. Sometimes they're bad, actually, uh, but. Sometimes they're very underwhelming. Yeah, like no, I, I've, I've definitely felt that too. I like, I know, because I, I haven't finished the game yet. I'm playing on Legendary, which is, it's, it, it's, it's, it's hard, but honestly, it's definitely uh, one of the more fair Legendary difficulties compared to like previous Halo games. Right. Because uh, it gives you a ton of checkpoints and you have all these options that and all these weapons that you can use at all times. But and they kind of fix the snapper jackal uh, issue. Sniper. Oh, the, the jackal sniper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah, because they, they don't like just spam. Like, they don't just spam snipe you. You know, headshot every time. Yeah, too. headshot every time. It's, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I'm on the. I I think the mission's called like Nexus. I, I I'm like, I think I'm like two thirds or almost two thirds into the game. Um, but uh, I I remember. Oh gosh, I struggled with uh, I struggled with the double boss in that game. Uh. It's like the one boss on like the uh, in like the the vehicle and then the one like up top with like a Hydra or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was rough. And because it was like it's a two on one and you're playing on the hardest difficulty where you're getting like four shotted and it's like like so it's like in in cases like that, it's like you I almost have to figure out a way to cheese it. 
you know, because yeah, you're also fighting yeah. other enemies as well. Two on ones are the hardest bosses. Yeah, they did that, that in uh oh gosh, they did that I think in one of the Dark Souls games they did that, and then mm-hmm. uh, in a game called Code Vein, which is basically just anime Dark Souls, uh, they did that. But you had a part, you get you had the option to bring a partner with you, so it wasn't that right. bad. But it's like it's still really tough, you know, because it's not like a. Uh, not like JR like like turn based JRPGs where it's like you might be fighting like a dual boss, but it's like oh, it's like you know it's turn based. You know you get to choose who to right. attack and stuff like that, and you have multiple party members. But yeah, I mean the Halo Infinite bosses that that's they've been fun. Like I again I don't do a lot of uh, first person shooters, but I really enjoyed uh, honestly my whole experience with that game so far and its its boss encounters. Even even the double boss once I figured out like kind of like my strategy it was like so satisfying because i spent probably a good hour on it and it was it was awful i remember struggling with that too um i have a question did you jerk us um how long did it take you to fight the gravity hammer guy gravity hammer guy what gravity hammer guy in infinite yeah i can't remember his name oh the the boss fight later yeah he's like he's like i think midway through the campaign or something he was the hardest Here's what's funny, because uh, my buddy my buddy came over, because uh, he's, like, a huge Halo fan. Like, Halo to him is, like, Kingdom Hearts to me, essentially. Like, he's just, like, he knows all the lore, like, the back of his hand. I don't. I'm not, like, a sicko like him. In a good... I say sicko in a good way. Uh, but <laughs> he... Uh, so he was, like, yo, good luck with this fight. And so I... I not joking. Like, I, I went in, and I had, like, a sentinel beam, and I had a skewer. And mm-hmm. I... I got killed one time, and then I my second try, I literally just obliterated his shield with the sentinel beam, used the skewer, and I killed him on my second try. It took me like a good 20, 20 uh, reloads. Yeah, and it's funny because he was like, my buddy was like, dude, what the heck? I'm like, what are you like? What are you talking about? He's like, dude, this is one of the hardest bosses in the game. I'm like, oh, uh, well. I I mean I don't I don't know what to tell you. But then like later on I'd find myself struggling with like another boss that people think is like really easy. So it's like And you did it, it on bal- legendary? Yeah, I did it on legendary. Oh yeah. It I, I honestly I think I just had the right weapons at the white at the right time. That's literally all it was. Like I had no business having a sentinel beam and a skewer. I just had them because I haven't had a sentinel beam in a minute, and there was a skewer in that area, I think. And I and the boss was there and I was like, oh. It was literally just like right weapons, right time, you know, but yeah, that's man. funny. The Sentinel Beam's really powerful. I just don't like using it for some reason. It's just not very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, but that's a that's a big part of just play style. Like, again, there's multiple yeah. ways yeah. to like to not just play the game, not just fight the bosses, but literally just to experience well, the game, you know, they give you all these tools like you got the drop shield and the yeah. dodge and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I expect everything into the grappling hook, of course. The same. Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's the first thing I maxed out. Like, I and truly then, like, believe oh, a little tangent, but I truly believe if you want to make any first person shooter better, just give the main character a grappling hook and like yeah. just give him a grappling hook so you can just zip around. Oh, it's Dude. so good. It's so disappointing playing the MCC without the grappling hook nowadays. Yeah. Like, something's missing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like hard to go back to, like, the other Halo. I mean, I don't know. It's it's not hard for me to, like, go back to, like, other Halo games just because, like, the story is, like, super good and, like, just it, just the experience overall, it, it welcomes replayability to some degree. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> trousers so i didn't mean to leave you out there no no i was was enjoying that um i did want to backtrack though for a second and it will be brendan i promise it's the last time i'll mention kingdom hearts oh my god (laughs) um but i I just like one of the the most interesting fights i've kind of seen um is from sarah key uh she she fought Sephiroth with a dance, with a pad. dance pad. Yeah, that's freaking crazy, dude. Yeah, like, that's awesome. That's, that's insane. To she me. played. I, just, I think she played all of. I know she played all of Kingdom Hearts one. I think all of two with I a think, dance pad. I, I can't remember if she did three or not. 
Um, I wonder if she fought the lingering will with a dance bed. I, I don't know. But yeah, I think that, like, I love, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> seeing, like, uh, you know, seeing people, like, not just restrict yourself in game with, like, all right, I'm just going to take all my armor off and use the weakest weapon and get, like, take these abilities off. It's like, whoa, this guy's a sicko, dude. He's going it's crazy. It's a whole other level. It's a whole other level. It's like, like, Sarah Key's like, yo, I'm going to use that dance pad. I ain't even going to use a controller. And it, it, it is really fun to watch. Like, I actually really want to try it. Like, I would really love to try that. There I, was a stream. Uh, they were streaming Halo CE on, yeah. I think, Legendary. But they set it up so that the chat played oh. Master Chief. So they'd, they'd do, like, commands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like Twitch and, plays. And do, like, a voting... Uh, ratio so whatever command gets the highest amount of people voting on it that's the way he'll move and he'll move like one step forward one step oh <laughs> wow that sounds chaotic that would take forever that sounds chaotic yeah it took, <laughs> it took like a couple days but they beat it was it twitch place i know they have a channel that's uh that's like that where they um they'll play a game it's mostly pokemon most of the time but sometimes they'll change it up a bit where like everyone will vote on one input uh and like well, to that's play, one thing. Play for, all of Pokemon. That's one thing for turn-based combat, but no, for an FPS. No, I, I, but they also have done that <laughs> stuff too. It, it's just, it's interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> that's, that's so that's funny. Uh, yeah, I that actually reminded me of because uh, the dance pad thing reminded me. Uh, there was a streamer I follow who uh, he's he was playing Sekiro with uh, Donkey Kong Bonkos. So like mm. it's it was really cool. So he's like he's literally like like he I think I don't even know how the bongos work to be honest, but like he literally like he has them on his lap and he kind of just like uses his hand to just kind of like like I guess rub the bongos like move around <laughs> and then he like and then he doesn't like he doesn't like 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 slap it or pound it. He just kind of like like pushes down on like a certain spot and then it's like this right. this does this attack or this does whatever yeah. and it's it's so interesting well, like i i think so, it's basically two big d-pads i have them yeah. i have them here actually right like right here oh. um they there's it's like two buttons on each bongo almost oh gotcha okay and then um i don't know if they're motion like that because i haven't actually got to use them i found them for like three dollars <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just picked them up with like Donkey Kong Jungle Beats, but um, and they also have a like a mic so it can pick up like if you clap your hands or whatever. If you go, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really um, funny. Yeah, I, that would be cool. I like I've never thought about limiting myself controller wise too much. But... Well, that's the thing. If you think a boss is is too easy, there's always <laughs> ways to make it hard. Well, whether it's in game or if you. If you if you're like streaming and you're like you have like a I, I'm thinking about making this like a point redemption in my stream, but like um, someone redeems something in my chat and I have to play with the controller upside down for like oh, a couple of like minutes, minutes or yeah, yeah like five minutes or something and it's <laughs> like hey if you think a fight is too easy there's always ways to make I it harder <laughs> yeah i saw yeah. someone doing that with sea of thieves and of course chat was like oh yeah you can't attack for 10 minutes and right in the middle of a fight oh <laughs> man eat. dude you even got, sea of thieves even sea of thieves with like the uh the recent updates i mean like whenever the game first came out I, it didn't really have like a ton of stuff but like Oh man, nothing. dude! Like, oh my my favorite part about Sea of Thieves have been the uh, uh, I don't trousers. I'm not sure how much Sea of Thieves you played in your in your time. Never, I've never, never actually played it. But yep. there's uh, you'll see like uh, you'll see like uh, <laughs> the equivalent of like the the devil's anus in the sky, right? Like the the Marvel uh, the Marvel equivalent <laughs> of the devil's anus or whatever in the sky, uh, and it's like, oh, what the heck is that? And then it's like a boss fight, and it's like one of these pirate legends. And it's honestly so fun. It's like this is the this is this is the closest thing that I'm gonna get to something that I like actually recognize in this game. Because like, oh, like I the, like, uh, the Ashen Lords, or yeah, whatever. like the Ashen Lords, the ones. yeah, like he had like he has like certain abilities and mechanics, and like he has a desperation move that he pulls off whenever uh, he's uh, he's low on health. Like he just summons meteors like to rain down. It's like that's so cool. I love it. You know. And the Sea of Thieves did a crossover recently with Pirates, right? Pirates, Pirates of, the of the Caribbean, Caribbean. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure did. That's really cool to me. Like, 
Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was it was just like the ride. They they knew what they were doing. They're like, oh, people just want to go through the ride again. So. Uh, actually, uh, that makes me think. Um, there's like crossover boss fights like that though. Yeah. Um, yeah. like Shovel Knight has um, depending on like if you're playing it on the PlayStation. Oh. There's a secret boss where you fight Kratos in Shovel Knight. <laughs> Are you serious? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that so is cool. incredible. And um, I forgot. I think it has one for like almost every system it's on. Oh, oh, that's that is that gives me a reason to play Shovel Knight now. Like that's yeah, that's oh, the only that's not- my only. I've never played it. No. <laughs> oh, it it is fantastic. Yeah. I love that game. Like I didn't. I love it way more than I thought I would have. Wow. Ever man. like. <laughs> Yeah, but it, I think only on the PlayStation it has that secret Kratos boss. That's and crazy. I think Xbox might have something as well. I don't know, though. Yeah, probably something obviously Microsoft-related. Yeah. 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 You got Fight Chief or something. <laughs> Master Chief? There's... Oh, man. I don't I don't know. I'm <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight Master Chief, man. He freaking scary. He's scared. Yeah. He, you you want to fight Kratos? Okay, I will Master say Chief. this. I will say this. Dude, we were so robbed of a freaking uh, Master Chief Agent Locke fight in Halo 5. Like, oh, I don't even want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, that, the campaign was not great, right? But, like, I was I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, like, if you guys have ever watched the, uh, um, it's like Halo or Halo 5 Master Chief versus Locke, but it's lore accurate, like the lore accurate videos. Oh, right. Oh, they're so funny because it's just like, this is really how it should have went down, and Master Chief just obliterates the crap out of him, and of it's course. so funny because it's like that's well, how it would have went down, right? When in reality they started fighting, and then and then Locke was like, "My mom's name is Martha." My mom's name like, is Martha. My mom's that's, name is Martha. That's that's actually <laughs> my new AI's name is Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. I just came across it. Um, according to God of War director uh, Corey Balrog, yeah, Kratos' appearance in Shovel Knight is considered canon to the God of War lore. Oh, bro. oh, that's <laughs> now. Well, now I have to. Now I have to because I'm so expecting Shovel Knight to pop up in God of War Ragnarok now in some oh, way. Oh, I know, right? I'm, <laughs> Shovel Knight is now is now he is now a Norse god. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. And back boy. It's like uh, he's, nah, you, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned like crossover stuff. I mean, I know I'm not in, into like fighting games like that much outside of like Smash Brothers and uh, like Marvel versus Capcom. But like immediately I just thought of like just all like the crossover stuff that like fighting games have done in the past. And I actually what I was thinking of and I think it's just because I got a notification because somebody's playing Monster Hunter right now uh, was whenever uh, I mean, Monster Hunter has done like a lot of crossovers. Um, but I think my favorite crossover personally that they've done was they did like a Final Fantasy 14 one and, uh, or I think it was just Final Fantasy in general. Um, and you could like get like the, uh, you can like basically like get like Dragoon armor and like I was a Glaive user. So it's like, heck yeah, I want to be a Dragoon. Like what the heck? So, uh, but the, the new monster was, uh, it was like a King Behemoth and it was so cool because I was like, yo, I'm fighting a, a Behemoth in a Capcom game, like in Monster Hunter. This is awesome, you know? That That's really cool. I and like... I, I never beat it to this day, because, like, you need four people to, to fight, to actually win it. I mean, you could do it solo, but, like, oh, gosh. It was it was fun, too, because it was, like, it actually... Again, it felt like... It didn't even feel like I was playing Monster Hunter. It felt like I was actually playing, like, a live-action Final Fantasy game because of how the boss worked, because it does have... It has, like, a meteor move, where, like... If you're not taking cover behind, like it'll like meteors and like stalagmites will fall from like the sky. And if you don't take cover from like behind these stalagmites, you're gonna get insta killed by this meteor, essentially. And it's like that's so cool because like no other monster in Monster Hunter World that that's the game that the crossover was in uh, did something it, like that. And I was like, that's awesome. You know? Monster Hunter World has been going crazy with their crossovers, though, too. Yeah, I mean, Monster um, Hunter in general, like Rise, they, I think, didn't Monster Hunter Rise just do a Sonic one? Like, they did, like, <laughs> a, I think they did a Street Fighter one, or, like, because uh, I saw, like, Akuma or something was, like, in the game at, in some way, shape, or form. I can't remember, you know, Capcom, but... Uh, I think they did. I want to say they did like a. I have to fact check this. I swear they did something Sonic related, 
but I I can't remember. Would be surprised with like their anniversary, the Sonic anniversary last year too. Let's see, Sonic collab. Um, but yeah, uh, Rise of the Monster- Sonic collab. That's crazy. Monster Hunter World did a Resident Evil crossover. I remember. Really, I don't remember and, that one. And uh, you can get like I'm looking at it actually right now. It has a uh, like you can get Leon and Claire armor. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it's I think you could go to it looks like you can go to uh, Raccoon City like wow. police department. And stuff it's like just, that stuff is so cool, man. So that's cool. insane. Yeah. Yeah, I was um gosh, this is this is a, I wanted to bring this up earlier while we were on the topic of just like I mean we're still on the topic of bosses, that is the topic today, but uh I don't know if any of y'all played uh, Ghost of Tsushima at all. I love I really that one too. Oh god, it's so I won't I won't spoil like the the final boss then, but essentially like uh, the, there's so much like with that game specifically, uh there's so much like foreshadowing and build up to like you can kind of figure out what's going to happen at the end and it just makes like the final encounter at the end like incredibly emotional and it's so it's mm. like it's like one of those where it's like yeah the boss was actually fun but it's more so like i'm literally fighting this i'm literally doing this boss encounter and i have like tears in my eyes right now like i like it's like one of those right so it's like oh man like if you haven't played it played it it's a beautiful game um but it's that was just another one i was thinking of of like you know it's more so like the emotion behind it you know like with the setup the build-up and i think right you know you can have you can have a super fun boss but like I would rather I would rather have a boss encounter that has act, like some build up in like the story to it instead of just like oh this thing just came out of nowhere I got to fight it you know like I that's those are the ones that I end up enjoying the most which is probably why I love I rave about Kingdom Hearts bosses all the time it's because of all the build up throughout millions of games you know to like one boss right it's just it's so good and then like it's crazy though with King, uh, Brennan. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you, once you're once you're down the rabbit hole, there is no climbing out. You just have to give in. <laughs> it's just uh, like the the one boss you invest all that time in. Um, you'll find out like sometimes even after you fight it, like there's a backstory in the next game that's a prequel or whatever. Right. That just makes that fight so much more meaningful um or yeah and it's it's insane yeah it's not just like a rant and you'll notice like oh gosh i mean even just like ah, like the data zem this fight in in three and limit cut in three it's like just i love it because it's just referential to like kingdom Hearts 2 like yeah his desperation move is the laser dome and that's like the final thing you do in the fight in kingdom in uh, kingdom Hearts 2 and i'm like dude this is it's the callback for me, man. Like, that's so <laughs> sick. I love it. All right. I think... Well, oh. You know what I did want to mention was the game Valheim? I have never played Valheim, but I think my roommate uh, tried it one time. Uh, it was either oh. him or so- I was watching somebody play it. Um, we played uh, We played Splitgate with... Um, retro so we know your roommate yes yes yeah, yeah. we all know retro shout out to the homie by the way <laughs> um well yeah that that kind of does boss fights a little differently like the uh, the boss it's all about the bosses there's like five bosses so, so so you're this this viking warrior who's dead and you get dropped into like the in-between before you get to uh valhalla proper and you're supposed to prove yourself uh to odin by taking out these basically like titans in Greek mythology, but this yeah. is like pseudo Norse mythology, very fantasy, um, but very very Norse. It could be real, it is what it feels like. And you're supposed to take out these five bosses. And when you get down to it, the boss fights aren't that revolutionary or interesting, right? Um, like they have their special moves and special weaknesses and ways to defeat them. But what is cool about it is this is a, a survival game like Minecraft or Rust or yeah. Exiles. Um, so you're building up your resources 
you're you're doing the main gameplay just to get ready to have right the, the gear that's good enough to fight the next boss. Right. Which is an interesting uh way to do it. So that is defeating that boss is a cool way to prove to yourself like, oh, uh, I've I've come this far. Yeah. Yeah, I, and then I, of course you get a reward from each boss that is unlocks basically the next uh, stage of gameplay. So like you have to defeat the first boss so that you can make a pickaxe so that you can mine stuff and get into the Bronze Age. Right, for sure. Yeah, whenever you said that, I because uh, at first because I never actually played Valheim, I thought you I thought it was gonna be like a boss rush of some sorts because I mm. I love actually when games do that. Uh, I know one game that that did it uh actually both both of these games in the series did it is uh, the world ends with you the world ends with you at the end of the game uh if you do like the extra like like some post game stuff you can actually find an area where you can do like a boss rush and fight all the bosses in the game and it actually times you to see how fast you can do it and you just have, oh, you have to do it all in one go and it's so crazy uh and i know um we were talking about Sekiro earlier but one of the uh more recent updates within the years of Sekiro was they added a boss gauntlet it's like a boss rush and it's just nice. like you've got a if you die you die you got to go all the way back to the beginning you got to beat all the bosses in one go and it's it's crazy and then but what's so punishing about that is uh the very last one for each like gauntlet they throw like a similar boss at you however he has a move that's you've never seen before that's only exclusive to the gauntlet so it's like you work your way all the way here and it's like all right i fought this guy before i can beat him i know his moves and then he throws something that you've never seen before like not in the base game or anything it's like wow so now you're telling me i gotta start all the way over <laughs> and go through the whole thing again just so i can see this move so i can learn it and that's even if i get there oh yeah it's brutal but I, I love that though stuff like that whenever you actually figure it out insanely satisfying and i think that's like the oh point, yeah right? yeah that's a that's a freaking climb right there yeah that's some uh what is it sisyphus Shit. it's pretty messed up man like it's i was i felt deceived like i i felt betrayed <laughs> i was like you're kidding me because it was like one of those fights where it's like okay this is actually like my favorite boss in the game i fought this boss a million times i know i know his moves and then he just pulls some crap on me and i'm like i i feel like i don't know what i'm doing anymore like what, like i gotta go back to square one. Oh man it's wild <laughs> that's cool to have like that stuff added you know just for the clout right like yeah. back in the day you were like yeah oh yeah i beat the game exactly Whatever. yeah i can, you know, I can do this now, again i can do it now everybody holding. can beat any game ever so it's cool to have that option to do something to say yeah i i i beat halo on lasso oh gosh that is one thing that that is a boss in itself just lassoing a halo yeah. game that is one challenge that nice. listen i'll play i'll play like kingdom hearts games and world ends with you games on level one on the hardest difficulty i'll do like one life mode in ori where i take one shot and i'm dead but one thing i'll never do one thing i will never do yep <laughs> i will never ever ever attempt to lasso a halo game ever it is it is not worth my sanity <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing is playing Dark Souls, and that's a challenge, right? Like and you die, really challenge, and then you just go back. Lasso and, right. is just straight masochism. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> so Lasso uh, is legendary all skulls on, and so basically, like you're playing on the hardest difficulty. However, um, you know you get these things called skulls that like you collect throughout the campaign, and they will do if you activate them they will either let's just say like one of them like buffs the enemies uh i th i think one of them like decreases your life I, some takes of them are away the hud yeah it takes away the hud um i mean then there's like some funny ones like there's like grunt birthday party like you headshot a grunt and then it's just confetti and yeah <laughs> you know it's like fun stuff like that but i'm pretty sure i don't know because i haven't uh gotten all the skulls in infinite and i haven't finished the campaign yet but i i'm pretty sure in uh i i know i know there was one in i can't remember if it's in all the halo games but there is like a permadeath skull 
Uh, I think it isn't it called like the well, Iron Skull or something. There, there's yeah, there's one that makes you restart the whole mission. The mission, that's it. Yeah, oh, okay. but like these missions, some of these missions in Halo are brutal, dude. Like you work your way through like a whole mission, <laughs> and then only to die and have to restart the entire mission. mission. And then and you've worked you hours to get through. In, you throw in the the Halo uh, cursed mod pack. Yeah. Oh, involving uh, rocket launchers that only shoot backwards, a pistol that can only shoot yourself. So Wait, you I, that's actually crazy. <laughs> that's wild. And, and a, a floppy sniper rifle. <laughs> Man, oh, that's funny. That's actually a good topic maybe for you guys. Just diff- difficulty in games. Or mods. Yeah. yeah, or mods. Mods, yeah, that would be Man. fun too. Yeah, Lasso uh, on itself is a whole other beast that's worthy of just a super boss. Like the whole game is a super boss, you know. Well, I wanted to mention how you were talking about playing the game with a a dance pad, uh, altering your controller like that. Oh yeah, Colton, you're already doing that with Halo. You don't play. Oh yeah, I'm playing Halo mouse and keyboard, and I hate it right now. That sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like, dude, you just hear. I can't do. I can't do anything mouse and keyboard. (laughs) I am like. I am like. I am like mouse and keyboard challenged when it comes to gaming. Like I've the only time I've ever done mouse and keyboard was whenever I was younger and played like the pinball game on like my dad's laptop, like mouse and keyboard. Sweet. Yeah. But like mouse and keyboard, that mouse and, keyboard, and then like I, I dove into <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 a little bit and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try mouse and keyboard because I think I could do it. And I'm getting used to it, but I hate it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd rather just play with the controller. So we have time for just like last thoughts. We're at our hour mark right now, a okay. little over it. Um, just yeah, no worries. Guys, yeah, no, I just wanted to let you know. Do you have any last thoughts for uh, just like last ten I seconds? Thought, <laughs> I thought the Witcher series was pretty good with the boss fights. Uh, if you play Witcher three on like highest difficulty, it really brings you into the role play aspect of being a mm. Witcher. So the bosses are a lot harder. So you really have to do the whole meditate and pick out your three potions that you you've, have you've got to actually play really the game prepared. like yeah. a Witcher, not just like a, yeah. like a hack and slash and, you just run right through it, right? Run, you know. I I've dipped into The Witcher Three a little bit. I personally can't get into it too much. Uh, I kind of I would like to revisit it though, because I think maybe it's a little heavy. I guess. Yeah, I think I, maybe my opinion will change now. I just never very very committed. Play, very. I've already heavy. like convinced I'm going to replay The Witcher when it comes out on the PS5. Um, oh, yeah. Because well I at this point, yeah. My, my PS4, I had to send in to get repaired. And uh, they wiped my hard drive oh. uh, after after I beat the game, but right before the DLC came out. Gotcha. <laughs> it Damn. was very upsetting. Um, I bought like the the physical editions of the DLC, so I have like physical Gwent cards. Um, <laughs> but I've never played the DLC, and I, I really want to. Um, alrighty, guys. Uh, that's all the time we have for tonight. Um. They, Andy, thank you so much for being here. It yeah, was really awesome. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. This is a super fun conversation. Very much, yeah. I was very much looking forward to it. Uh, you are invited anytime you want to. Like, <laughs> yeah. we'll be yeah, we'll be doing topics all the time. Um, that's kind of our thing. <laughs> well, I will but, be um, around. Thing. Yeah, well, 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 we will definitely be in contact more for sure. I appreciate. Um, it. Brennan, any uh, any final words here? Uh, uh, perfect, perfect, the perfect Couldn't final end. word. <laughs> right. have, a, have a great night, everyone. Bye. Bye.